I'm Emma G. Rose, author of Contemporary Fantasy and Mythological Weirdness. I'm Shelley Shearer, author of Urban Fantasies and Cozy Mysteries. Welcome to Indie Book Talk. Join us as we explore the expanding universe of indie books. Welcome to Indie Book Talk. Today we have Gibran Graham, owner of the Briar Patch Bookshop in Bangor, Maine, which is my hometown bookstore. Welcome. Gibran, thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Today we want to talk about the burning question on every author's mind, at least every author who goes wide, <laughs> um, which is, how do I get my book into your bookstore uh, is there a secret? Do I have? Do I need a passcode? Like, how, how does it work? There's a knock. There, there is a knock. I actually prefer that people or, or authors um, come to me with a copy of their book for us to review, accompanied by a bottle of Moxie soft drink. <laughs> that might, that might only be half true, but I, I would tell you, I would definitely take a look at your book if you also brought me Moxie. Um, we are a very Moxie drinking store, not for everybody's <laughs> taste, but, and that's, and that's sort of, um, it goes in hand in hand with, with books. Um, you know, every book is not for everybody's taste, not every reader, um, and not every store. Some stores have certain strengths. They know their, they should know their readers and their customers very well. And sometimes you know, we have to we have to pass on on carrying a book because it might not be right for our store, um, or it might not be the right time. It's a real sort of Jenga procedure to buy for a bookstore and to stock for that store. I think the two things that really, other than Moxie, um, the two things that really every author <laughs> should sort of have is a they should have patience, and they should make sure they have a lack of presumption. I think that. Having you know some confidence is is definitely great, but um, know that you know as as much as you want to have your book in their store, they are constantly looking at hundreds of books and dealing with many other things as part of you know running a bookstore. So um, having patience and 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 a lack of presumption, I think, is very important. And understanding that it might not be the right fit or the time for the book. Exactly. That makes sense. Well, I'm completely now going to mail you a copy of my book with a, a bottle of Moxie with it when it's ready. <laughs> I'll have to make sure I write. For those, oh, for wow. those listeners who are not from Maine, because most of our listeners probably aren't, Moxie is a soft drink that originated in Maine. <laughs> it tastes like Careful. if Dr. Pepper was somehow poisoned, <laughs> it would taste like Moxie. No, Moxie's wonderful and, and doesn't taste like turpentine at all. And... <laughs> <laughs> comes in an orange can it's delightful because mainers have moxie mm. um <laughs> my family's from matthias so i i understand there we go see shelly's secretly from maine <laughs> so aside from not putting down your favorite soft drink is there anything that authors can do any like materials they can provide to you any information that can help you make your decision yeah um so there's there's a couple of different avenues, obviously, that you know authors are taking to get to to a published book, right? Some are utilizing um, so self publishing venues and, and avenues. Some are doing the whole kit and caboodle self publishing, you know, by themselves, like you have done so well, Emma. And 
you know, others are going through some of the, you know, more traditional routes of with a, you know, an actual publisher that is already established, whether they're a small press or, or bigger. And all of those things come with, I guess, different um, levels of preparedness. You know, a lot of times if you were utilizing, um, you know, a small to even mid-sized publisher that is bringing out your book, then a lot of times they will have put together some kind of publicity kit for you. And if you are utilizing either a complete DIY or a self-publishing press or even a cooperative publishing press, then you might not have all those things ready and handed to you and need to be your own publicist. And that that takes a completely different kind of finesse and knowledge base than even just, you know, writing your book. You know, writing a press release is is completely different than writing a book. You know, but I think that it's a good exercise for writers to be able to do both, especially if they're going to be needed to make those contacts with bookstores and and everyone else to uh, get their book out there. So along those lines, I, the one thing that okay, cards on the table, independent bookstores, obviously, you know, Jeff Bezos is not our friend, right? So those who don't know Jeff, you know, he owns that million billion dollar business that starts with an A. And so, but we understand that there are multiple channels to selling a book. We hope that most people come to us as independent bookstores to buy those books, but we know that's not always the case. However, when an author comes in with their book or a bookmark or a letter or postcard or whatever, however they're you know communicating with us and blaringly on that of literature they're giving us says, oh yes, my book is available on Amazon or you, Mr. Bookstore or Mrs. Bookstore, you can get the book through Amazon, first of all. <laughs> we don't get our books from Amazon. <laughs> so um, that is a, a really quick way. I apologize to some because people are spending their money out of their pockets to, to produce these materials, the postcards, the bookmarks, the taking the time to write the emails. But those end up in the circular file really fast. <laughs> it's just like, you know, you need to know your audience. If your audience is an independent bookstore that you're trying to get to carry your book, don't play the A card. That's not helping us. You know, um, it's really important that, you know, I, you know, independently published authors are thinking about that before they step foot through the door, or give us a call or, you know, everything else. That That is probably the number one thing. Whatever you're doing, don't play the A card with an independent bookstore. So really, it's a matter of the communication that you're using to tell the world about all of the amazing places your book can be purchased may not be the same communication you want to use to say, hello, local independent bookstore whom I love, please carry my book. Right, exactly. I mean, you know, right. you wouldn't go into, you know, the Coca-Cola company and be like, hey, I love Pepsi. What else you guys got? You know, it's just it's not, it's not how it works. So if someone um, does bring their book into you, we talked about covers recently. How important is a really quality cover? Because as you know, some indie books, um, they also try and do their own covers. And, and they're not graphic designers. Right. And the book could be fantastic, but they felt they could just do their own cover. I mean, is that going to be a deciding factor for you? Well, you know, sometimes. I mean, we all know the adage, you know, you don't judge a book by its cover. But let's be honest, we do. You know, I mean, it's the first mm -hmm. thing you see about a book. Um, it's it's what's going to grab your eye, whether you are someone that's, you know, a customer in a bookstore or whether you are a buyer for a bookstore and trying to consider a book for, for selling in the shop. It, it is very important. You know, I mean, I think 
from my experience, I, I would say that the two things about a cover that are most important is, is, and you already touched on it, are A, get a graphic designer to do the work for you. And B, get a graphic designer that has taken a look at books. Um, because just because they're a graphic designer doesn't mean they know what to do to create a book cover. You know, oh, there, sure. there's certain things that I got to be honest, are, are really needed. We would love to face out every local author, every independently published author that we are able to carry in the store. But the truth is, is we don't have that kind of shelf space to do that. Mm-hmm. So most likely through it, its lifetime, your book is going to be spined on a shelf. So let's make sure your name and the name of the book are on the spine. There are so many books that we get sent a copy or, or shown um, that that is missing from an independently published book. Um, and it doesn't even make sense. It, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it makes sense in the in the the idea that printing wise, you know, especially if you're on a real shoestring budget and you're printing these yourself, that you may not be able to afford the cost of all this on every side of the book, right? I, I get that, but if you if you want your book to be seen, and I and I would assume mm-hmm. that you do, um, then you need to take the care to to do all those things, you know, as well as you know, file for an ISBN and put a barcode on the book for those that use them in, in their stores. And I mean, you want to make the book as accessible to readers and buyers, you know, as, as easy it is to, to also sell the book. Cover does matter, not just, you know, the image, but all the other elements that go on that. So it boils down to doing your homework. Make sure you know how to do the cover of a book or hire someone to do it for you. It never even occurred to me that someone wouldn't have a title on their spine or an ISBN when they tried to market it to your store. It happens. And I mean, it happens too with very thin books, you know, maybe like a thin picture book or something that is like a chat book or something like that. And sometimes those particular titles will get shelved differently. They might be in sort of like a display that you would flip through or something like that, you know. But I mean, if you if it's a novel, then, you know, your novel is going to end up getting spined at some point. Right. So make it something that people can see that there's a book on the shelf, you know. Yeah, Absolutely. So you touched on a ton of things in there in in that conversation. So I'm going to recap real quick. So get a graphic designer to do your cover. Uh, Put your name and the name of the book on the spine, please. Include a barcode for those that use them and make sure you have an ISBN. If you don't know what an ISBN is, Google it. You need one. It's very important. The other question I had on kind of along with barcodes is I've heard guidance that says you should have prices or you shouldn't have prices. Do you care one way or another? If you have the price like on your book. Right. So that's, that's an interesting piece. I think it all depends on you, the author have published this book, you know, yourself through whatever means, and you are, you know, you're selling it yourself to stores and, you know, whether it's bookstores or gift stores or, you know, however, whatever other channels you're using, you might have in your head that you are going to be offering different terms for different types of businesses because of how they operate. And you might allow those stores to uh, set their own prices based on what they need for markup. This, this comes into the research thing again. You know, to be honest, the most average markup for a bookstore on a book is 40%. So they would get a 40% discount off the cover price of the book um, when they buy the book. That's That's low. You know, most bookstores look to get you know, 45 to 50, if possible. 
And honestly, if you walked into a bookstore and said that you were going to be able to give it to them at 50% off their cost, you're probably going to get them to perk up their ears a little, a little easier just because the markup sounds better. But you know, at the same time, you don't want to price the book retail that's going to make it difficult for the store to sell. You have to make your money back, obviously. You're not in this to just give books away, and neither are we. But finding that spot where you can offer terms that are going to a, make it beneficial to write your book and publish your book and sell your book and also make it beneficial to the bookstore to carry your book. That's really important. So if you're going to offer different terms for different stores or different types of businesses, then you may not want to put your price on the book because they may have a need to mark that book up just so that they can get a good you know discount. So if you're going to only offer 20%, don't put the price on the book because that bookstore is going to need more to you know, make it worth carrying your book. But if you're going to offer that 40 to whatever percent, then having a price on the book also helps establish that that is what other people are also going to be selling the book. I mean, if you live in a big city that it has multiple bookstores, then you might have that book in multiple stores. And that's great. But you don't want them to have to fight over, you know, well, you know, they're selling it at a cheaper price. I mean, the baseline, there should be a baseline for everybody um, at what your book costs. And it's also the price that if you have a your own you know, web store for selling the book directly from you, that hopefully customers are going to pay the same price if they buy it from you as if they buy it from the store. And having the price on the book helps them, helps you assure the bookstores that you are playing an even field there. Does that make sense? Right. You're not undercutting their prices on your website or selling it super cheap somewhere else that's going to cut into what they're trying to do. Right. No, that, that does make sense. How would an author approach you for having an event at your place? I believe Emma did a book launch um, at your store for her first book. Um, how would someone approach you for that or what would they do? Um, so I, I don't know if I would recommend Emma's approach. She basically just stormed in here and said, I'm doing an event here. Um, and I just backed off and said, okay. Um, and it was yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> every, every store handles things differently. I'm going to tell you what I do. What I like to do is pre COVID times and hopefully in post COVID times, I like to offer my store as a venue to support local authors. I may not always be able to buy stock of a book from a local author or independently, independently published author. But one thing I can do is offer the store as a venue for them to promote their book, you know, for like a launch party. So what I will do is I'll say, you know, we can figure out a time that works for both your launch party and for the store's schedule. And I can give you space in the store to be able to invite people to come support you, to support the fact that you have a new book, you can run sales of that book, or you will run sales if you're doing it in the store, um, through the store. And that also helps us to say, hey, you know, we weren't necessarily sure if this was a book we could carry and sell, but you've done the homework, you've done the footwork of creating an event that you brought people to the store to buy your book. We've, you've shown us that there is interest. And that works for me to say, okay, I'd like to make sure we keep a few copies of your store, of your book in our store going forward, because, you know, you've been able to do this. Um, it, that helps us to be able to say, we're going to kind of give you the space to do that and frees up 
our time because a lot of times it could be a very unknown thing. You know, we see, unfortunately, a lot of present company accepted, of course, but, you know, there's a, there's a lot of <laughs> local authors out there that they have an idea that they want to launch their book at a bookstore. And we find out, you know, you gave all your friends and relatives copies of the book because they were so proud of you. You didn't sell a copy of the book at the store during your launch party because you gave everybody one before, oh, no. you know? And I mean, that's great, but you want, you want your friends and family to support you. So, you know, have them support you by showing that your book is something that they want to purchase and they purchase it through the bookstore that is your local. And it, it just creates that great relationship between a local author and their bookstore that I think can continue. And I feel like that we did that with, with Emma and, and uh, her first book, you know, it, it went amazing and I was so wonderful. And, you know, I, I have people that, you know, I think might not even have known Emma, but came in for that event because she did such great promotion of it. And we tried to mirror that and they came in looking for her next book. And of course, Paul Bunyan wears a face mask, which has been a huge hit these past few months. Excellent. I think that the really important point in there too, is that you do have to do the footwork as the author, that the bookstore does not have time or energy to be your PR team. So if you want people to go to that event, you have to be the one who says, all right, I'm going to write to the local newspapers. I'm going to talk to the press. I'm going to send out releases. I'm going to put up posters all around town and have that weird experience where you're looking at your own face everywhere you go. (laughs) (laughs) And we did all that and it it worked out great. I think we had, I don't know, like 60 people at that first event. It was so much fun. Fantastic. It was so much fun. It was a great event. And I can't wait to do another one. Next book, hopefully yeah. the core core will be gone and we can do it. But I just want to add really quickly that that's not going to be the model that every every independent bookstore uses, you know? Um, so, I mean, that's just, that's that's how I operate um, because I, I, I can't necessarily put the time in to do that for everybody. But if you can show me you're going to do that footwork, then I will, I will give you the space in the store while the store is operating to be able to celebrate the book and, and, you know, it, it, it can be a it can be a win-win situation. No, I think it's great when uh, indie publishers or indie authors uh, partner up with indie bookstores. And, you know, we need all that local effort getting together. Because indie bookstores are amazing. So, Jabron, <laughs> can you tell us if someone, if someone lives in the Bangor, Maine area, they know how to find you. But what happens if I live somewhere else and I still want to support the Briar Patch? How can I do that? Uh, well, um, you could visit our website, which is briarpatchbooks.com. Um, that will take you to our um, bookshop fulfillment site, um, which is through bookshop.org and supports the store and allows you to um, ship books um, directly to you from distributors warehouse. So that's, that's the easiest way to do that and get books to you through anywhere in the U.S. But you can also give the store a call and or email us. Um, you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, and we're happy to um, take orders over the phone or other communication. And we're happy to ship all over the U.S. from the store itself as well. And we can do that if you're looking for a copy of Emma's book. <laughs> yes, please. And I can tell you, too, that if you don't know what book you need, but you know you need a book, then Gibran and Abby are exceptional at saying, oh, this is the one you wanted. <laughs> it's like a superpower they have. Thank you. Uh, it, it's actually one of our greatest joys to not only recommend books, but to have a customer come back to you of any age and, and say, oh, that book you recommended to me was so good. I need the next one. 
Um, and that just, it feels so good. Nothing like connecting a reader in a book. All right. We are reaching the end of our podcast episode. Shelly, did you have any final questions before we wrap up? No, I am good. I am going to go out and buy some moxies. Yeah. <laughs>